0: The Lightning Process Podcast. Using the tools of the mind-body connection for health and happiness. Hey, Dr. Phil here. Welcome to this edition of the Lightning Process Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about toxic relationships. Now, why am I talking about toxic relationships? Well, if you've been listening to the podcast so far, you know that it's so important to recognize the connection between Our brain and our body works. And one of the things that can affect our brain is our emotions. And relationships are a major issue in many people's lives because we're not that skilled. We don't have much experience in dealing with relationships. So, toxic relationships are relationships where being around someone is just not good for us. Um, And they can show up in lots of different ways. Um, A classic example is somebody who's not showing much affection. We need affection. There's a lot of research into the importance of connection and affection so if you're stuck in a relationship where it should be an affectionate relationship and you're not getting that kind of sense of affection and connection it's almost more damaging than not being in a relationship at all because it feels like you should have it so that's one kind of toxicity another classic toxicity is when you have someone who's a narcissist or narcissistic kind of tendencies where they're talking about themselves all the time they don't seem to care that much about you it's all about them And that can also lead into some quite destructive behaviors where everything you do is wrong, they gaslight you, nothing you do is ever good enough, they undermine you, and your self-esteem becomes quite damaged by that. Commonly connected also to coercive relationships. So coercive relationships is where Someone starts to take control of your life and make decisions for you, stops you doing things, stops you wearing certain kind of clothes, meeting kinds of people They want to control you. Um, These are extreme examples of toxic relationships, but they're actually very common. And the big problem is we often don't realise we're in them. We need other people to point out them because they start to appear to be normal once we slowly move into those directions. So how do we notice we're in one of these kind of toxic relationships? Well, what we're looking at is having our experience being undermined or judged as not being very good by someone is a good sign of it or just feeling like we're being removed from our support networks our families all these things are a good sign that you're in a toxic relationship or where you just know that by being with that person life is more tricky although there may be benefits you know maybe security um, maybe some financial implications for being with that person but It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you feel loved, wanted, excited, supported. If those are going on, then you might find that you're in a toxic relationship. Or it may be, as you listen to this, it's not so much you, you see it in somebody else, oh, that's not a very helpful, healthy relationship. And quite often we have habits and patterns where we'll get into the same kind of relationships time and time and time again. So you see the same pattern. You may know people like this who seem to be going out with the same partner in a different form, a different shape, a different name, but it's fundamentally a very similar thing. And The final kind of toxic relationship I want to talk about is codependency. Now, codependency is, is a particular thing. It tends to show up from the work in substance use, alcohol use particularly. It's where, as a small child very often, a small child comes home and the parent, maybe the mum is a, is a drinker. And when they come home, they realise, ah, oh, first thing I need to do when I go home is I need to check on mum. I need to see what kind of mum I've got today, because she could be a happy mum, she could be a drunk mum, she could be a sad mum, she could be an angry mum, she could be morose, she could be depressed, she could be sleeping. And each of those things, I will ask the child, have to kind of go, How do I? how do I respond to this? So my behaviours are dependent on the other person. This is the classic thing with codependency where your emotional state is always about how is somebody else, seeing how somebody else is before choosing how you respond. So it's called codependency because your state is dependent on somebody else's state. So if mum is excited, you'll play. If mum is uh, angry, you'll be quiet so you change your behavior around somebody else and the other thing we know is if you've ever been in any any situation like this is we know these people can flip they tend to be volatile and so if mum is happy we can play with her but we've always got a little eye on is she going to change so we're aware and what this tends to do is increases our awareness increases our empathy and awareness of other people which is a good thing but it also increases our kind of state of anxiety and arousal and makes us forget about what's right for us. We spend too much time thinking about what's right for other people. Now, it doesn't have to be when you're young. It doesn't have to be an alcoholic parent. It can just be anybody in your past. It could be a friend, a teacher, it could even be social media. There's something that's volatile and changeable where you're constantly having to think, how am I showing up for this person and changing yourself so that you're acceptable to them? And that puts a lot of pressure on us puts a lot of tension into our system a lot of load and does it cause health issues yeah it does actually is it the root of all of all health issues no it's not but it is a factor in many people and we find with the lightning process probably about 70 percent of people have something like this in their past some really quite volatile person in their past that has set up A level of stress in the nervous system that's not helpful and if you look at previous podcasts where I talk about stress we identify all the factors that stress affects your body in a negative way so being in long-term stress both as a child certainly not good for you but also learning that pattern of being in stress being on high alert like a meerkat and ready for action all the time and also people pleasing trying to keep everybody happy which is by the way impossible all these things put a huge load and on top of not a good diet, and not taking care of ourselves on other levels, or being exposed to viruses or bacteria, this can create a perfect storm. So, this can be a major thing that we need to look at in health. And for some people, like, really? You know, I've got health issues. Is it really about my childhood? Is it really about my relationships? The answer is maybe. Maybe these things could be super important. There's loads of research now. Into adverse events in childhood, how these things like traumatic experiences, difficult relationships can have really significant effects on people's both emotional and physiological health. So, if you find yourself in one of these kind of situations, get support, get help. Uh, if you're doing the lightning process, it's someone the lightning process practitioner can help you with because they're trained to help you to find your way through this and support you as well as you can. If you see it in someone else, reach out for them. It may not always be easy because, particularly if they're in a relationship that's quite controlling, that person won't want other people involved. Uh, So you may have to do it gently and kindly and really just let them know that you're available. You also can't make people change out of that relationship even though you can see it and go, they really need to leave. That's not, not your role. Your job is just to talk about it and offer that perspective because they will only leave when they're ready to, it's not your job to force them to do that, obviously. But bring compassion and kindness, because if they're stuck in that kind of relationship, it will be because of some old pattern they've got running from long, long time ago. They're not doing it on purpose, they're almost compelled to do it because the neurological patterns they have been running for years. So be nice to them, be supportive, but recognize, even in those situations, it is possible to change. So there's a little bit of conversation about um, toxic relationships and the importance of relationships. So loneliness, for example, is a really major factor in health issues. It's one of the major things that you want to change as well as happiness. Um, And relationships are super important for us, but healthy relationships, not damaging relationships. So I hope that's useful as a starting point. And just thinking about this huge topic that I've just covered in about six minutes, about relationships. What are your relationships like? Are they nurturing, they supportive, or maybe not? Or do you know people who need your support as they find their way through that? See you on the next one. The Lightning Process Podcast. Using the tools of the mind-body connection for health and happiness. If you'd like to know more, please visit us at lightningprocess.co.uk.